0: everybody get ready for an informative episode from Parents Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers union, or any other bureaucrat. PRE is proud to announce the new date For the Northwest Safe Schools Summit. Reschedule for Saturday, April 24th. That's Saturday, April 24th. Go to the website event page for information. Space is limited so don't wait. School board elections are coming up in several states including Oregon, Washington, Alaska and Texas. Let's work to recruit candidates for one of the most important local elected boards. Contact Parents Rights in Education for more information. ParentsRightsInEd.org. In this episode of Parents Rights Now is titled No Vaccinations Without Parent Consent. We are up to our eyeballs setting up new pre-chapters. I'm so excited to welcome our new leaders. And uh, that includes Lisa Chafee in Ohio. Emily Diefenbaugh is re-energizing Wisconsin. Please encourage your friends to join us by going to our website and filling out the Join Us form. I attended CPAC last week. If you have never been to this event, I highly encourage you to consider attending next year. We consider this event to be the best national conservative rally, bringing all groups, legislators, and candidates together to inform and motivate conservative groups to action. I met so many great people, including Abby Johnson with the Pro-Life Cause, Kevin Sorbo, actor and producer, citizen journalists and talk show hosts, Also, Jim Jordan, Ohio representative to our Congress. I'm sure you've seen Jim. Oh, my, he is so inspiring. And then I did have the opportunity to meet Mercedes Schlapp. Oh, my gosh, what an amazing chance meeting with her. Mercedes is a well-known American lobbyist and columnist. She is best known for her role as White House Director of strategic communications in the Trump administration from September 2017 to July 2019. She worked on the 2020 President Trump re-election campaign and is the wife of Matt Schlapp, chairman of the American Conservative Union, who sponsors CPAC. Now, I'm not telling you this to brag personally, but to say All of these influential folks in the conservative movement are with us. They all recognize the importance of our issue. Parents' rights in education to be the huge issue going forward. K-12 public education is a national issue, not only a state issue. And our local schools have been taken over by radical groups including the National Education Association, SECAS, Planned Parenthood International, Gay Lesbian Straight Education Network, CASEL, which promotes social emotional learning, the Center for Disease Control, and the World Health Organization, or you just might roll all that into a big ball called the United Nations this takeover by the education mafia has to come to a halt we are doing a much better job of alerting parents but we have just begun we need to be on the cpac stage next year i am asking you to recommit to our cause reach out to your friends fellow patriots steer them to the pre-website forward our podcasts and news alerts, invite them to join our Facebook groups and start pre-chapters in their states. We cannot do this without your help. I just saw affirmation of the World Health Organization, who now considers your child's presence, just their presence in school, to be informed consent to vaccinate. This is what the WHO, or the World Health Organization, states on their own website. We have made the link available in the show notes. Quote, considerations regarding consent in vaccinating children and adolescents between the ages of 6 and 17 years. Around the world, immunization programs are increasingly including in their national immunization schedules vaccines that target age groups beyond infancy and early childhood. This document is aimed at program managers who are planning to introduce vaccines for older children and adolescents aged between 6 in 17 years. It provides information that should be considered when preparing guidance notes on the consent process or for clarifying questions from healthcare workers who provide the vaccinations. The document is all the more important because this population group may present for vaccination without an accompanying parent or legal guardian. Unquote. Okay, guys, this H page article includes the definition of consent and assent. Here we go. Quote Consent is the principle wherein individuals must give their permission before receiving a medical intervention or procedure. According to the laws and regulations in place in most countries, consent is required for a range of medical interventions or procedures, from a simple blood test to organ donation, and including vaccinations. In only very few well-described circumstances, such as life-threatening emergencies, may consent be waived. Consent derives from the principle of autonomy and forms an important part of medical and public health ethics, as well as international law. For consent to be valid, it must be informed and understood and voluntary. And the person consenting must have the capacity to make the decision. Okay, I understand that. that you know, that makes sense, right? We get it. But I have never heard of this new term, assent, spelled A-S-S-E-N-T, According to the World Health Organization, assent refers to the process of children's and adolescents' participation in the decision-making on vaccination or other medical interventions. Assent is not regulated in law like consent and is sometimes referred to as a moral obligation closely linked to good practice in dealing with patients. International law... Provide strong support for children's rights to participate in decisions about their health and health care and also in the planning and provision of health services relevant to them and based on their evolving capacity. I don't know about you, but now my blood is boiling. The idea that the United States would succumb to uh, international law uh, uh, when it comes to health care of our children uh, makes me very, very nervous and uneasy, to say the least. There is more and more intervention in the United States between parents and children to provide health treatments, psychoanalysis, medication and surgeries for minors, It is being administered through the school-based health clinics in our local schools. Pre-website features an opt-out form you can download and submit to your local school. I recommend that you do this for each child at the beginning of every school year. Keep a copy for yourself on hand. Now this doesn't mean that you don't have to take any responsibility in monitoring what your school is doing. You're going to need to keep an eagle eye open because as we have just seen, this is a threat to your parental rights. We are including a link to our opt-out form, and it reads this way to superintendent of schools of blank school, the principal, name the principal of your school, from the parents of, and you give your child's name. This letter serves to provide notice that absent or without our or my written consent, our or my child may not be subject to any form of health care, mental health care, psychological, social services or counseling screening or tests, including those provided by a school-based health center. We or I formally exempt our or my child from all health care, mental or social programs and screening, whether directly by the school-based health center wellness center, health resource room, or through an affiliated resource. Concerns by school staff relating to my or our child's purported health or mental health are to be brought to me or us for me or our attention and assessment. School staff or school-based health center staff are not to take it upon themselves to obtain a diagnosis, or to provide health or mental health treatment, analysis, referral, or labeling of any nature. Assessment and testing are to center on academics and physical fitness only. The informed consent requirement encompasses, but is not necessarily limited to, the following activities. One. School or school-based health care counseling related to mental and physical health. Two, behavioral, mental health, depression, suicide, or psychological behavioral screenings of any nature and or diagnostic instruments, such as teen screen, healthy teen survey, school climate survey, emotional factors such as anger or peer relationships, sexual activity or orientation. 3. Anger management, self-esteem, conflict resolution courses, group, or family counseling. This is not a complaint against the school, rather it is an exercise of parental rights made necessary by events globally in which children have been harmed and their rights, safety, and health injured by health or mental health assessments, diagnosis, and treatments which are based upon subjective tests, having no basis in science. I thank you in advance for your cooperation in this matter. For our mutual protection, and to assure there is no misunderstanding, a copy of this letter is on file with my attorney. This notice applies until and unless revoked in writing by me, and it is to follow my child through progressive levels of school in this jurisdiction district or county and there is a space for the date and of course your signature do not let the public schools steal your rights parents rights in education is a tax-deductible non-profit organization we rely solely on donations from individuals like you to maintain basic operations Your gift in any amount is critical in the fight to restore parents' rights and protect our children. Parents' Rights in Education has chapters in Alaska, Arizona, Illinois, Oregon, Texas, and Washington. Visit our website for information about forming a chapter in your state. Fill out the Join Us form. Indicate that you have an interest in forming a chapter, and we will contact you.